Picks. I'm Alex Christensen. Joining me as always, looking a little less red today. He's down to like a light pink, folks, in recovery. Andy, how we doing? Yeah, I've been slathering on the old uh, aloe. Didn't help with any of my losses yesterday. That that still stung, but whatever. It was a decent weekend. We'll 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 recover. You can't win every day, and I certainly did not win yesterday. I don't think uh, any of my Euro stuff did very well. I, not even the live betting. Like, oh, let's live bet some more Spain on the second half or Spain to score. <laughs> ah, what a frustrating match. And it's well, not at least like you didn't bet. At least you didn't bet sixty-five grand on over half a goal. Yeah, like there's there's Andy messing around with the euros and placing a few fun bets, and then there's some asshole putting that much money on the on that to score over at minus two thousand. I don't know washing money yeah. or just really feeling confident in that, that had to feel awful, especially like, I mean, Sweden had a decent chance. Guy falls over, falls down over his feet, basically when he's kicking it like that, there was some decent chances from both teams. That was surprising that one stayed under, but I don't know. We'll move on. Uh, the soccer gods, the betting gods, whatever have offered me some reprieve by not giving me a morning game. <laughs> so there's, there's no, uh, there's no early game today. I didn't have to, I did. Uh, I got my second monitor figured out here for some other stuff too. So I'm going to have some soccer rolling all day while I'm working on golf and other things. But yeah, that's uh, only two today, but some pretty, well, one bad one and one really hopefully a good one with Germany, France when we get to that. But I've, uh, I've started my U S open prep started to look at the course a little i've got the course record holder figured out that was a pretty easy one i've got the nintendo uh course figured out for tonight so i'm gonna i feel it feel disrespectful beating the course record tonight so i might just tie it i don't know i don't know how i can rig the rig the scoring but i'll, I'll figure something out but yeah you out a lot at the end yeah maybe i should do the, eight, putt, the thing. eight putt the last green the one uh yeah like the Lee Carvello's putting challenge in the Simpson where he picks a driver <laughs> off the green and j- just whack one off the green. But yeah, I'm, uh, I'm approaching this one a little differently. I think I will have a lot of matchups. I'll have a lot of head to heads. I'll probably have a lot of daily head to heads because the offerings will be pretty good, but something I've kind of been doing behind the scenes, I haven't been posting a lot of these cause I don't know if I wanted a lot of people tailing all this. I've been playing quite a few top twenties. I think there's probably some negative correlation to playing a lot of top 20s because at a certain point, not everybody, if you bet 30 top 20s, you know, just do the math on that. They can't all hit. It's not going to happen. You're, you're hitting some negative correlation at that point. But some of the guys I have near the top of my numbers this week, some guys I've been betting for a few weeks. I mean, if you look at these names here on the screen, these are guys I've bet on outrights. These are guys I've bet you know, to, to win the top five, to, you know, win some matchups. But with this stronger field, with all these big names in the field this week, I do think there's some decent value on some of these guys to still perform well. I don't have them falling off too big. You know, obviously just, I mean, everyone's here. Rom, DeChambeau, Kepka, Johnson, Rory, Cantley, Xander. It gives you a bit of value on some of these the, I don't want to say like also rands because these are good golfers. These are guys who can win tournaments, have won tournaments. But uh, yeah, Paul Casey, uh, I'm going to skip this one. So Paul Casey, answer, and Jason Kokrak. Some guys have bet quite a bit. Some guys have bet to win. Kokrak even rewarded me. But getting almost two to one on all these, these are dead heat rule prices. But then Usti and uh, Leishman. 
some uh, foreigners. I'm a, well, actually, answers a foreigner. Casey's a foreigner. I think Kokrak's the only American. Never mind. They're all foreigners. But yeah, I like Usti a lot on these greens. I like Leishman a lot on the West Coast here. So, a couple of guys I probably won't. Uh, I probably won't be betting to win. Uh, a lot of times in a in a field like this, but definitely some top twenty bets for me here. And I will be looking at most of these guys in matchups. Is uh, already as I've looked from book to book, there's a big difference in matchups like it, it is every week but sometimes yeah. you see a lot of overlap i'm not seeing as much overlap there's just weird matchups everywhere this week so well, i was gonna ask you for the top 20 you know when you look at those do you find that those correlate tightly with the outright market you know as you start to look at those you know i know it's tough probably to predict exactly you know, what the chance necessarily is but do you find value necessarily in this versus outright prices? You know, is there anyone on this list you haven't bet their outright price? Maybe is a good way to ask the question. Yeah, I, I really haven't bet much for outrights yet at all this week. I've kind of take, taken it easy on there. Really, I bet Usti at 66. So, I mean, he is a guy I did bet in the outright market. But really, yesterday, you know, Usti and Patrick Reed, that's all I have for outrights right now. So, I am taking the easy on that market. It's so tough when you have so many good players. Uh, Drew and I discussed this last night. Uh, he offered me the – basically, it was a former – winner of any major to win this compared to someone who's never won a major before and he just said 50 50 and uh, the a lot of the guys who've already won it won a major are some guys i like so instantly i'm like well give me the major winners and then i thought about it for a second i'm like no that's a horrible bet that's like changed my mind just thinking about some of the guys who haven't won one yet that's really john, interesting. John, john well john rom's the favorite he's taken up like nine percent of the win pool um right. obviously bryson brooks Dustin, Rory have all won, but I mean, you get Victor, uh, Patrick Reed has won, but you get some, you get some other interesting names that haven't won one, and basically, you know, like 140 guys in the field. So uh, I said, well, I, you know, I'm changing my mind. That's a stupid bet. I should definitely take it. And Drew actually found that price at uh, minus 200 somewhere. And actually, uh, somebody in the chat says DK has it up at minus 160. Minus 160 is not the worst price on that. Like I, I said, minus 200 might have been fair when Drew brought it up this morning. So something to think about if you're into some props. But yeah, Usti and Reed are my only outrights. These five, Casey Usti, Answer, Kokrak, and Mark with the C, Leishman at uh, plus 275. He's the biggest one. Top 20 is for, for me for now. I'll have more stuff up and obviously approaching the green tonight. I'll have a bunch of props. Do you ever look at top 10, top five, or just 20? Yeah, I'm going to take it easy on these. Like, if I'm doing a longer shot, I will go top 30, top 40. But there there are some guys where I do like the full – I don't want to steal it from tennis Twitter, but a ladder where you just bet everything, you know, everything all the way. And it, it can't be a super, you know, short price. Otherwise, you're betting, like, minus 300 to top 40. Yeah. But you bet the win, 5, 10, 20, 30, 40, just bet everything. Yeah, and then just watch him fly up the leaderboard on Thursday, count your money, and then watch him piss it all the way over the weekend. These things happen. I've done that with um, Ashke Basha, who a uh, skinny little guy looks like he should be in a spelling bee and not on the golf course, but he's, <laughs> he's good. He's going to be good. I bet him every which way. And he was like, I think he was not first round leader, but he was maybe second place after Thursday. Not one of those bets cashed. Like he just he's young and he had a bad weekend. Hurt pretty bad, but speaking of hurting bad, our Sixers didn't win. 
We don't have to worry about that for a couple days. We won't rub that in. We'll get we'll get on to tonight's uh, action because this one's. I mean, let's just assume the Sixers win in seven. We'll we're going to think positive thoughts. Sixers win. We are in six or seven. The knee feels better. Would have been nice in five. Yeah, in five would have been good. So let, let's say it's in six. The knee feels better. Who would you rather face as a fan and as somebody who's holding some Eastern Conference futures? It's a really tough question. I think that the Nets are probably the team you'd rather face, and, and not even with the injuries. I think that at that team at full strength, what the Sixers can do defensively, actually maybe works a little bit better for them versus you know what the Bucks can do defensively to the Sixers. We were talking before the show with ourselves and, and producer Dan here about this. It was really depressing, but my hope for the Sixers is – is that what Doc Rivers said in the post-game press conference, basically calling the team out, ripping them for playing ISO ball, not playing together as a team, not trusting one another in the fourth quarter, which you saw. Anybody that was watching that game watched Sixers players dribbling a lot, dribbling off their knees, their feet, throwing the ball out of bounds, going one on four. It was just really ugly. So maybe this is the moment in the grand story of the Sixers winning a championship where they struggle a little, get it back together, and that's that's the end of that. So I'm going to try to stay that way. I'm going to try to but I hope that that's the story, Andy. Yeah, let's stick that way. So tonight, no, uh, obviously no bet from you tonight. I don't even think it's, I really have a lean, I, I guess. So it's it's Bucks minus four. That's plus, obviously, plus four. So Bucks money line minus 175, a total of 218. I want to lean under, but I wish that said like 222 instead. So I'm probably just staying away from this game altogether. I'll cheer for the Nets, really. I'll cheer for the underdog, that the plucky underdog super team. You know, the uh, well, it's only one third of the super team, and really, this seems like a very, very important game for the Bucks, because if the Nets don't, or if the Bucks don't manage to take this one tonight, where they're favored, and there's possibility that like Harden comes back in Game Six, that's a problem. Like you, you want Harden coming back in an elimination game for them, not you. So yeah. kind of an obviously this is like 30-30 in tennis. This is a super super important game for both teams. So I will cheer for the Bucks or excuse me, I'll cheer for the Nets. I suppose that's I fine. Know. I'll cheer for the Bucks. We've got some I just don't some like Bucks series futures and and somebody holding those tickets. That you're right. I like your point that the Bucks I think really need to win this game. We'll see if James Harden plays. Uh, one of my favorite things to say in basketball. Uh, Harden was upgraded to to doubtful tonight. So. Uh, he's going to go into warm-ups, and we'll see if he decides to play. If he plays, the number will move up, you know, a couple points, maybe two points, because you know Harden's not totally healthy here towards the Nets. But the Bucks should still be comfortably able to win this game. I don't see anything that the Nets can do, even with James Harden at say 75, 80 percent, um, to really keep this Bucks team a from scoring and b figuring out ways to score kind of at the end of games here. They've been ugly, but. It's kind of the way the Bucks want to play it here. So I think you're right. If you are going to bet something here, look at an under, you know, maybe sell some points, honestly, like look at like under 215 at a nice plus number, something like that. Because when they go under, they go way, way, way under. So again, nothing for me. Like you said, I was hoping to see something in the 220s and attack it under there. But uh, for now being, I'll just cheer for the Bucks for the sake of my uh, Bucks futures. Yeah. All right. Let's go. <clears throat> Let's just go basketball. Brett in the chat says maybe Nets team total under. Guessing what the implied is like 111, 107. That makes four points. Yeah, that I think I nailed it. So 10, 107, right around there. I guess I get yeah, down with be. that. 
Yeah, if, if you don't like the nets in this one, maybe that's a good angle to approach. Like I no, said, I Euros 2020 yesterday, disastrous for me. Not great. In fact, horrible. Spain couldn't score. Um, Scotland was supposed to have scored. They couldn't capitalize on their chances. What was the other one? Oh, the under. Yeah, we had an own goal right off the bat. That was, and not only that, the own goal was my my DFS keeper. So right away, right off the bat, my uh, DFS squad was dead. D E D, not great. Needed a shutout from Poland. Bad loss for Poland. Like that was a a rough look for them. But like I promised, I will continue to keep on keeping on. Maybe I'm just a maybe I'm just a fade play. I don't know. In soccer, probably. I don't know how you fade like Spain. How do you fade Spain wins to nil? Because if you'd have played like Sweden team total over a half, you'd have lost. I guess you could have just taken Sweden and the and the points. Like it was like Sweden know. plus one and a half. You would have, that would have got home. So well, anyway, we have been honest. Of, We're not the sharpest yeah. soccer cappers in the world. Yeah, if I'm gonna lose, I'm gonna get a little cute here too. And I'm I'm definitely looking for a Ronaldo penalty today. Maybe I should just played Ren- you know what Ronaldo, any goal scorer was probably lower than this. It was probably like even money anyway. Hungry minus something. Yeah. Hungry is wild right now like they are they are jacked i think uh we have some photos of that even but yeah they are absolutely pumped to host this match this is i mean it's they're like flipping a coin for home and away but it's still like this is an away match this is kind of a home match for hungary they're still a pretty big underdog this is the group of death this is you know the the tough place or the the tough matchup for them to play in because they're going to have to play all these tough teams and they're not very good, but uh, I'm just going to go with penalty awarded at plus 182. I think you can, you can find it some other places. This is the best price I found. Uh, even a couple matches ago, they gave up a penalty to like Andorra or something. So I'm going to go with that. Portugal hasn't taken a lot of penalties lately, but a lot of these warm up matches, I'm not sure how much bearing I can put on that. So basically Ronaldo to put one in from the spot later on in the match and then France, Germany, I'd love to back Germany here. There's my squad. There's, you know, that's my team. I'm from there, family there. I still can't bet them in this matchup. Like they got a, it's almost like a lame duck coach. It's, it's, you know. That's yeah. Well, he's going to retire now. This team isn't as good as they once were. Kind of a disappointing result in the World Cup. Like it's well, still gonna retire. Should it be one last hurrah, one last <sighs> I don't know if for the Gipper or whatever his name yeah, is. The, I mean, again, these are warm-up matches and stuff, but man, they lost to North Macedonia. Like Germany hasn't looked great. They have a lot of good players, but you, I think you do need a good coach. Look what happened. I mean, Netherlands won, but yeah, the the uh, the look for me was France because there are some places dealing this at like minus one twenty-five. I found a France draw no bad at minus one ten, so I'm going to play that. So. France to win or tie, tie for the push, I guess. Maybe that's what I can cheer for for Germany. I do think it's a cagey match. Probably the under isn't a bad look. I know some smart people are on the under two and a half. I Again, I'm sick of cheering for unders, even though that seems to be the sharp side in some of these. When I did take an under, there was three goals. So France, pick them here. France, the more talented squad, even though this is going to be in Alemania. This will be up in Germany. So... France pick minus 110 and penalty awarded plus 182. And we'll see how the rest of this group hashes out as we move on through the week. I like that France play. I mean, that's a team, their money line's usually minus 110, let alone the draw no bet. So, 
Yeah, they're going to have some. Good. If you really like France, they're going to have some matches where they're priced pretty decent because it's some good squads in their group outside yeah. of Hungary. Otherwise, Dennis, I looked That's at this right. yesterday and I, I woke up and I checked and I'm like, oh, none of these matches that I bet on yesterday settled hardly. The Machova, uh, Machova total, the over got there with a vengeance. That was like 30, 30 games. Easy squeezy. Um, the lesser underdog, which is like, I think she was like plus 115, she got Samsonova, there. Samsonova, yeah. Samsonova got there pretty easily, but like no one else has played. I don't even know if some of these matches are starting soon or not. They're just like, getting underway. I think Kirstea and Muguruza are just starting. Um, that, I think that was the last one we had up. It's either that starting or maybe it's Herzog, Cassie, Kina from yesterday. Uh, let me just pull up the schedule here. Kirstea just started. They're 3-3, three, three, but it looks like Muguruza has two break points. So hopefully by the time I close out of that, uh, she'll have somehow held. <laughs> and then we've got Herzog just underway with Kasakina. That's 3-3. Three, three. Kasakina just starting to serve there the seventh game. And Lauren Davis is playing Ostapenko. Looks like that's going to start in about an hour or so. So if you missed that one, you can still jump in. The, other, the rest are all underway, but that's okay because we have some more. We're going back to Germany, Andy. We've got tennis in Berlin. Um, the women, we've got two totals here. You know, again, we're going to take another one of these over 21 and a half. So tell we know we're on grass handy. Never would do this. But again, as we talked about yesterday, and, and we saw in a bunch of these matches, I mean, there was a WTA match that had three tiebreakers, Andy. Um, Tom Lietovich beat Mertens 7 6 6 7 That's um, something you never see in, in the WTA. So happy to take it over here. Alexandrova and Svitolina, um, two players whose styles um, are very different. You know, Alexandrova hits with more power. She's um, a little bit taller, has a stronger serve, whereas Svitolina is um, more of a, a fitness player. She has a little more control over the ball, doesn't hit it necessarily as hard. Uh, they actually play well against each other. When you look at their head-to-head matches, they're very, very close. If you look at the line for this, it's pretty close. Svitolina is a small favorite. Um, but the total to me looks about a half a game, and honestly, maybe a full game too low, Andy. It's Hanging grass totals are tough, but I would entertain a 22 and a half here. You look at all their matches, I think the lowest total they've ever had, and they've ever played on grass before, is 23. Um, Svitolina plays a lot of tiebreakers. So does Alexandrova. Again, given how close this is, we even might get three sets. I don't know if we'll need it, but over 21 and a half here looks pretty nice to me. I was able to get this at less than standard juice and played this all the way out to minus 115, even minus 120. And then we've got another underdog. You know, Similar, we've got Kirstea today. It's where, underdog season. We'll see how that goes, you know, against Muguruza in her first grass match. Alizé Cornet uh, looked pretty good in her first match, has had some success on grass. Again, uh, women don't tend to play a lot of grass tennis. There's just not a lot of tournaments. And you go back and look, um, has had a strong record. All of her losses are against good players. She faces Bianca Andreescu tomorrow, a player that we've talked about, someone that um, we don't ever know if she's totally healthy. We don't honestly know if she's showing up. I wouldn't be surprised if this just gets voided because Andreescu doesn't come and there's some sort of lucky loser or something. But if she does play, I like Courtney's chances here. I have this closer to plus 170, plus 175 myself. So if we play this all the way down to probably 210, even plus 200, just like her chances here. You know, and again, not a full unit, a half unit play for me, even at such a nice number because Andreescu is someone who is very talented, you know, hasn't really ever played on grass. So we'll see how she does. But happy to take a nice, big, juicy number here on a match that, um, you know, she might not be totally ready for. Yeah, I'm looking to the yeah the the Hairsog match is started in Birmingham, so we've got two girls two like two to one underdogs rolling here. Actually, a bigger one for Sirstea. 
And then the Davis-Ostapenko match doesn't start flicking another hour. I hate tennis scheduling. All right, Birmingham. Let's close it out with one more Birmingham pick. Indeed. We're, play- we're in Germany, and we're going back to Birmingham. Donna Vekic, haven't seen her for quite a while. She's struggled with injuries and general poor play, but um, looked okay last week, played a solid match um, in her first match here in the first round. Like her here as a small favorite um, over Camilla Georgie, someone who is very talented, but actually doesn't have great results on this surface and is generally someone who is very consistent in her level. So happy to back Vekic here at minus 140. Would take this all the way out to minus 145, maybe minus 150 at a smaller play. At that point, if you're a DFS player, I think she's going to be nice value there um, because I think some people look at Georgie because when she does win, there's a lot of aces and things like that. But I like this spot for Vekic here. I have this uh, at minus 160 myself. All right, I'll play that. I can get down with that. Sir Stea in a deuce. Hairsog. Hairsog just broke to 30 and will serve at four star sign three. I don't know. Four asterisk three? Four four asterisk three. I can't say asterisk. That's a word I've never been able to say. Asterisk. Asterisk. More golf tomorrow, more golf tonight, more Euros tomorrow. We're going to have a guest in the deep dive talking some Euros, trying to help us up, maybe coaching me up, telling me how to play these so I can get my shit in the get and figure out and actually stop pissing away money on I'm not even betting that much, and it's still making me sad to lose some of these. But uh, hopefully we get it back back in the get today. Otherwise, do thank our sponsor, WinBet, where you can get your $500 risk-free bet to bet any of this. Go bet some women's tennis. Bet some underdogs. He just gave you a couple yeah. underdogs over the last couple of days. Lauren Davis, you can bet her. She hasn't started yet. You can still get probably a plus 175 on that. I'd play it. I'm, I'm going to speak for Alex. I'd play it at 175. I, I think she's good down to evens. So <laughs> whatever. Um, yeah, Come on, sir, stay here. Now, now I'm focused in on flash score, and it's going to ruin the rest of my morning. Either way, thanks, <laughs> WinBet. Uh, the links are in the pinned tweet at Brown Bag Bets for me and Alex. Here and, and everyone here at BetSports Media and Technology Group. Producer Dan running it on the back end. Reed Rooney checking into the chat. CEO finding time to watch the show between its busy meetings this afternoon. We'll catch you guys tomorrow.